This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. Zippity-doo, and hello, Dr. Betty, mail call. Oh, really? I have mail? You've got mail, yes, indeedy. <laughs> Thank you, Briscoe. Oh, what is it, what is it? Do you always get excited for other people's mail? I sure do. I bet it's good news. Oh, it is good news. I got my psychology degree. Yay! What's that? Well, it just means that now I'm fully qualified to be the ship's counselor. So, what's that? People can come to me to talk about their problems. You could be my first patient if you want, since you were nice enough to bring me my mail so promptly. Nah, that's okay. I really don't have any problems. I mean, I have a nice job. I get to clean up out here, deliver mail, talk to interesting people. What problems can a bot have anyway? <laughs> you may have a point, and I never thought of that. Glad to be able to help. Bye for now. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of help. I suppose he means well, but now I'm nervous. What if none of these bots have any problems to talk about? I might have wasted all this time studying so hard for my psych degree for nothing. Ah, oh, darn. Robots of the Company. listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 82, An Appointment with Dr. Betty, written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. They're in the waiting room, Dr. Betty. Really? I guess I was wrong to be so nervous about this. It seems this crew has lots of problems. I can't say I'm surprised. I've heard about this crew. If their reputation is anything to go by, dysfunctional is an understatement. You have no idea, Nurse Trixie. Shall I show the first crazy in? I mean, the first patient? Yes, let's be kind, eh? And, um... 
Give me about five minutes, and then we can begin with the first one. No problem, Doctor. May I help you, sir? I certainly hope so. I need to see the doctor. Do you have an appointment? An appointment? Look, do you know who I am? I'm the captain of this ship, and if it weren't for me, there wouldn't even be an open office here. But do you have an appointment, sir? Now look, I don't think I've made myself clear. I'm the captain. If not for me, you wouldn't even have a job, you second-rate bookkeeper. I don't need an appointment. I'm here to see Dr. Betty, and I intend to be her first patient of the day. Got it? Hey! That's not fair! You can't jump line like this! We're paying customers! Oh, really? And who do you think makes it possible for you to be paying customers, eh? I mean, who do you think writes your paychecks? Paychecks? I don't recall ever getting a paycheck since I was forced to sign on board this ship. Nor do I. I don't think I've ever gotten a paycheck. None of you have. I may have said that I write your paychecks, but I never said I actually issued them to any of you. So, anyone else have a problem with this whole situation? I still find it unfair. Jumping line is, is just wrong. Is that so? Well, let me pose this to you. Which do you find more objectionable? Me jumping the line, or you being broken down for spare parts? Uh, oh, well, if you put it like that, by all means, you go first, Captain Sir. I thought you'd see it my way. So, it all started when I was a child. My mother always told me no. Always? Yes, always. She wouldn't allow me to do anything. I was lucky if I was even allowed to breathe. She was a right old hag. And this has led to your hatred of everything and everyone. Hatred is such a strong word. You would choose another word to describe your feelings? Utter contempt. Yes, that might be more suitable. So, what problem would you like to discuss, Simtron? Sometimes I can't help but feel that um, I used to be a woman. I think. You don't know? I um, forget. Um, so, let me get this straight. You think you used to be a fembot, correct? Oh, I never said that. I mean, I think I used to be a woman, a, a human woman. Can you believe that? Um, not really, no. And, uh, I think my name was uh, Laverne. Oh, yeah. Oh, was it Shirley? Ah, <sighs> this is going to be a really long day. Doctor, I think I am close to having a complete mental breakdown. Why do you think that, Lynx? Because, well, well, I, I miss my mommy! <laughs> oh, brother. And that's why I'm so great. I mean, everybody loves me. I'm clearly the most popular bot. You mean, on board the Titan 3? Um, no, silly. 
ever. Popsicle, do you ever think that maybe your ego may need some adjustment? You know, you might be right, Doctor. I'm far too modest, aren't I? I don't think we've met before. Nitro, was it? Yeah. I'm a bumbled. Okay, um, what's your problem today, Nitro? I have a real anxiety issue and a very short fuse. <laughs> Get it? A short fuse. I'm a bumbled with a short fuse. <laughs> yes, uh, very funny. Okay, it wasn't all that funny. I get it. See, that's the part of the problem right there. People always take me so seriously. Oh, the munitions bot couldn't possibly have a sense of humor. And it drives me mad. There's really no need to get so angry, Nitro. I promise. Thanks, Doc. I really appreciate you saying that. But that is what I mean. I'm always angry. In fact, you could say that I have... <laughs> no, not funny, Don. See, I just want people to think, hey, that Nitro is really a fun guy. But no, they just see me and walk the other way. How? I'm sure that's simply not true. No, no, it is. Everyone knows I have anger issues and that the tiniest thing could literally set me off. Oh, really? Like what? Like people saying, like what? <coughs> Strange. We're still here. Oh, yeah. I didn't get round to mentioning my impotence problem, did I? So, tell me, Zef-12, what's on your mind today? Well, Dr. Betty, I got a lot on my mind. In fact, so much so we may not have time to get into it all in one session. It's okay, Zef. I'm here, and I'm not going anywhere. We will take as many sessions as we need to sort out your problems. Well, you know, I get these ideas. What kind of ideas? Mm. Um, Zev? Mm. Zev-12? Zev! Oh, 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 sorry about that. I tend to fall asleep easily. That's another problem. Oh, so you suffer from narcolepsy. Narco what? Narcolepsy. The condition characterized by frequent and uncontrollable periods of deep sleep. It's pretty uncommon in robots, I have to say, but, but... <clears throat> Zev! <clears throat> Zev 12! Fried chicken! Wait, what? Oh, I did it again, didn't I? Yes, you did. Damn it. How old are you, Zef? Nah, I'm young at heart, but slightly older in other places. But I got to the best of intentions. Nah, I'm just 63 now, but that's just 17 Celsius. <laughs> are you ever serious, Zev? Sure, I seriously, I'm off my rock a little, darling. I, honestly, I try at least to think youthful. I mean, I love the little kids. In fact, I love asking little kids what they want to be when they grow up. Because I'm still looking for ideas. Get it? <laughs> so, you're just another scamp around here. I bet you have a million zingers. Oh, yeah. You betcha. In fact, here's a good one for you. I went to the doctor and said, Doctor, I'm front of lapels. And he said, No, let me guess. He said, you've got cholera. Oh, lady doctor's got some spunk. <laughs> 
I think we're going to get along like a house on fire, Missy. <laughs> That's Dr. Betty to you, old-timer. Like I said, spots will be older than others. Want to guess which spots work best, or you want to give me a full examination and find out for yourself? Now you sound like a dirty old bot. Nah, all my parts were washed fresh this morning. <laughs> You're too funny, Zev. I can see having you around is going to be very interesting. Nah, you don't know the half of it, Sunshine. So, tell me all about yourself. Um, Crayon. I am Crayon. Yes, I know your name, but, um, can you tell me a bit more about yourself? Like, maybe what you like to do with your free time? Um, what are your thoughts on your shipmates? Do you like your job? I have a purpose. Good. Now we're getting somewhere. What is your purpose, then? I am the bringer of death. That's, um, very interesting. I will be the cause of this ship's ultimate destruction. Well, now, why do you say such things, um, Crayon? I am an instrument of evil. <laughs> what a funny joke! Now... Now, Crayon, let's try to get serious, eh? I am serious. Oh. Oh! Right! Oh, brother. I have a very unique problem, Doctor. I find that everyone's problems are pretty unique, Derek. Especially on board this ship. Oh. I have no doubt at all about that. But I am certain that no one has a problem like mine. For it is specific to my personal plight in this life. Go on. You see, Doctor, I feel very deeply that um, I'm just too smart for everyone else. I mean, I have no peers. I'm one of a kind. I have no doubts about that part, Derek. But why do you feel you have no equals? Well, isn't it obvious? I have a brain the size of a galaxy. I know my tiny head doesn't give that fact away, but uh, trust me, I'm the smartest bot alive. Honestly. I cannot lie. My great intelligence will not allow me to do so. I really don't know how you bots can bear to be around me. You know, Derek, it's honestly not easy. So, what can I do for you, Chango? Oh, uh, Chango, not know. You must have some idea why you're here. That very interesting question, Doctor. Am Chongo here, or am Chongo just a figment of someone else's imagination? Oh, brother, you're kidding me, right? You're an existentialist. It surprised many people, but Chongo is big thinker. So tell me about the accident. Accident? What accident? The one that left you as a cyborg. You know, half human, half robot. What happened to bring you to where you are now? Oh, that. Well, I don't know, really. Really? How can you not know? This was obviously a big dramatic moment in your life. Was it? Well, perhaps you would know more than me, but I can honestly say that I can't remember it. 
You see, I have amnesia. I can't remember about a decade of my life. Seriously? Yes, it's been quite an annoyance to have a missing period of time. A gap in one's memory is not an easy thing to deal with. Why don't you tell me about it? Tell you about it? I've just said it's a piece of missing time. I can't recall anything about that lost decade, so therefore I cannot be expected to tell you or anyone else about it. Now can I? Where did you get your degree in psychology out of a box of breakfast cereal? To think I paid good money to see you. Actually, you've never paid me for one moment of my services since I was brought on board as your ship's doctor. Well, I should think not, if this is the kind of service I'm getting. <laughs> what a waste of time. Next patient, please, Trixie. Hi, Crusher. Welcome to my office. You're going to be my last patient of the day. Well, cool, I guess. So what brings you to see me? I really didn't think a big, strong bout like you would have any real problems to speak of. Well, everybody thinks that. But nothing could be further from the truth, Dr. Betty. Okay, then. Tell me about all your problems. Well, I have a few. It might take some time. We have plenty of time, Crusher. And if we don't get through everything today, we can schedule more sessions and we can talk about everything that's on your mind. Okay? This sounds good, Betty. <laughs> I, 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 I mean doctor. It's okay, Crusher. Over the last couple of years, we've become friends. So you can just call me Betty if you like. You... You mean it? We're actually, uh, friends? Yes, I mean that. I'm not only your doctor, but I'm also your friend. Thank you, Betty. Uh, that means a lot to me. So, tell me about your problems. Actually, tell me about your biggest problem as you see it. Well, I've had a big problem for quite some time. You see, um, Betty... There's this person, I mean this bot, uh, this fembot that I uh, I have feelings for, and uh, to be honest, I don't even think she knows I was ever activated. I mean, we spend time together, we talk, we hang out, but I don't think she has a clue that I that I love her. <laughs> love is a very powerful word, Crusher, and it represents very powerful feelings. I know that we bots are programmed to have feelings in this day and time, but sometimes those feelings can get a bit carried away. I, I, I don't understand what you're saying, Betty. Well, let me put it like this. There are different kinds of love. And while you may think that your friend doesn't know you're alive, it may actually be the case that she does, but that she doesn't quite feel the same way as you. And she only wishes to spare your feelings. After all, Crusher, you do tend to wear your heart on your shoulder. Betty, can I be honest with you? Always, Crusher. Always. I think maybe you need some therapy yourself. Because bots don't actually have hearts. And I don't have one on my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crusher, you are something else. <laughs> Look, Betty, 
I know you don't share the same feelings as me. I mean, uh, how could you love a big lug like me anyway? Hey now, just wait a minute, Crusher. I want to be clear. It's not that I couldn't love you, just that I... I'm sorry, but I don't. I can't say that I love anyone. Not sure that I even could. And it's a very long story, so... Yeah, maybe I do need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, Betty. I understand. You do? I may be a big lug of a robot, but I ain't stupid. I know that sometimes certain people just aren't meant to be together like that. You know, you are very wise, Crusher. And I value your friendship. It's been a long time since I actually felt love for anybody, and I'm not sure when or if I will again. But I am proud to be your friend. So nothing will ever change between us. Do you understand that? Again, uh, not stupid. <laughs> uh, I do understand, Betty. We're good. And I'm sure someday you will find the right bot who will fall in love with you and who will make you very happy. I hope so, Betty. I sure do hope so. But what about you? I want you to be happy, too. Ah, I am happy. I have a great job. I have some really good friends. I mean, it sure isn't boring here on the Titan Three, so I'm good. And so are we. Thanks, Betty. You are just about the best friend a bot could ever have. And you're not so bad yourself, Crusher. Come to me anytime you need to talk. And I don't mean as your doctor, but always as your friend. Same here, Betty. But of course, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) But you knew that. You have been listening to Robots of the Company, episode number 82, An Appointment with Dr. Betty, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell, and which starred in order of appearance, Kyle Bors as Briscoe, Deborah Adams as Betty, Tanya Malevich as Nurse Trixie, David Alt as Captain Hancock, Jeff Niles as Zimtron, Gary Erickson as Lynx, Daryl Looney as Popsicle, Joe J. Thomas as Putch, Steve White as Nitro, Dave Weaver as Zev-12, Kay Wu as Crayon, Jeff Niles as Derek, Jonathan Patrick Russell as Chongo, and Victor Aurelius as Crusher and Prentice. The Robots of the Company opening theme tune was composed and performed by Sarah Finn. The incidental music provided in this episode was provided by Kevin McLeod. <laughs> the post-production editor was Jeff Niles. The sound designer, script editor, producer, and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell, of course. The series, Robots of the Company, was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell, who else? And the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises and a rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. In other words, please ask nicely before airing our episodes. <laughs> and we thank you for listening, and we invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. That's our website, dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. That is darkbuilding spelled out with the numeral 1 at yahoo.com, just in case there's any confusion. We were having our heads shrunk during the making of this audiogram. (laughs) The next episode of Robots of the Company will be entitled The Bot That Never Was and is coming soon. Until then, this is the creditor, as always, asking you 
to please stay tuned. What seems to be worrying you today, Prentice? You promise not to think I'm crazy? I'm a professional, Prentice. I won't for one moment even imagine that you're crazy. It's perfectly normal to seek psychiatric therapy. It in no way means you are crazy. Oh, good. That is a real load off my mind, because I'd hate it if anyone thought I was in the least bit, you know, insane. But if I told anyone else what I was about to tell you, they certainly would think, oh, what a real loony this one is. <laughs> no worries. Just tell me what your problem is. Well, all right. If you really won't think I'm a complete nutter. Never, Prentice, never. Go on now, tell me. Well, you see, I... I think I'm pregnant. And you won't believe who I think the father is. <gasps> oh, crackers! This program is copyright 2017, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues.